I've shared with you before that there are uh, a few people in my life that uh, are Barnabas to me, uh, encouragers, uh, and Shuaib is certainly one of those. Um, every time I'm in his, in his uh, presence, I walk away encouraged, I walk away uplifted, and uh, I'm very glad to see him always, and we're very glad to have him here this morning. And uh, so we pray for him, for his family, and uh, for uh, his ministry, his doctoral studies that I just alluded to earlier. And uh, it'll, be, it'll be good to meet Dr. Schweib Ibadi whenever that happens, the Lord willing. So you know, that hasn't happened yet, has it? Okay, good, thanks. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping I hadn't missed out on something. Yeah. So our scripture reading this morning is from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, which you'll find on page 1121 of your pew Bibles. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And Shuaib will come and preach. The Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul to the church at Corinth, as well as the church at Bethesda, says this. Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart. But we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word, but by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Just love that phrase, don't you? The light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Verse 5. For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. This is great writing, folks. I know it's the Holy Spirit, but just that phrase, the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Verse 7. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray together. God, our Father, we once again come before you in Jesus' name and ask you to bless our brother, our friend, your servant, and your uh, spokesperson, Shuaib. We thank you for him. We pray your blessing upon him and his family. Uh, we thank you for bringing them from Afghanistan uh, some years ago, 20-something years ago, and we thank you for the way that they have just planted and flourished here in Winnipeg. We thank you for the hearing of the gospel. We thank you for the responding in faith to the gospel that happened uh, in his family and for him as well. And we pray, Lord, that that uh, same spirit will come through clearly to bring your word to us today. In Jesus' name, amen. We couldn't quite understand that uh, there was confidence in us 
to go to the foreign field, but there wasn't confidence enough, enough in us in order to have a radio program. It was relatively new to the Mennonite Brethren community as a whole, you know. People came from the church to serve in this ministry. I was fortunate to be in this group, to be a part of it. To get somebody to listen to you, they have to trust you. I think story is really powerful. Story goes where nothing else will. It happens to be that media has a great potential to be communicator of the gospel. What a wonderful, creative way to do this gospel, right? Good morning. Good to be here. Thank you, Pastor Mark, for a detailed introduction. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, sometimes when we meet, when we have fun, we laugh, and at the same time we cry and we pray for each other. He's a great encouragement to me. Uh, I just came back from Ottawa yesterday, and uh, I uh, went to Ottawa to visit our kids, and at the same time, a Christian embassy. Uh, a ministry of power to change. They had their 39 Christmas dinner for ambassadors and members of parliament. And they invited me to join in that Christmas dinner on uh, last Tuesday. And there were around 130 of them uh, from all over the world, ambassadors and commissioners and members of parliament. And I had the privilege to meet some of them. Uh, and. Uh, then I was supposed to come on Thursday back to Winnipeg, but the airline, they canceled my flight. And I rebooked it for Saturday. And believe it or not, on Friday evening, they canceled the fr Saturday flight. And I said, no way, God's will is for me to be here on this Sunday morning. Doesn't happen. And I, had to, I went search Air Canada, and I had to, I bought another ticket, but Thank God I got here and I'm here uh, to share with you uh, about the ministry and how God changes our lives. And I heard that yesterday there was a funeral for uh, Betty, uh, our condolences from our family, Pastor Bill. Pastor Bill was our first pastor in Canada, and I learned a lot from him and his family and also his son, was volunteering at the Chai Center. I had the privilege to work with him as well. Uh, we uh, pray for you, Pastor Bill. God bless you. And of course, uh, Ed and Joy, great friend of ours uh, for many, many years. Uh, I remember since 2000 when we came and uh, we had a Bible study together and sometimes in the evening, uh, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, sometimes I, I read in the Bible why John the Baptist did and I call uh, and I said, oh, what is happening here? Why John Baptist did deny Jesus, whatever? And yeah, they were great encouragement, great prayer warriors for us, for our family. And we thank you for many decades of your service, uh, not to the Afghan, only Afghan community, but to the whole Muslim community and your encouragement to us. Uh, thank you, but as the church, we have a lot of things in com common. Uh, the uh, title uh, for today as Pastor Mark actually suggested, he said that there is, let make a room for everyone. And I had to start something with the let. Uh, and we said, let the light of the gospel shine in our heart, according to the 2 Corinthians 4, 1 to 7. 
This year, Square One World Media is celebrating 75th anniversary of Gospel Light Hour. Two Henrys, two Henrys started uh, the Gospel Light Hour in 1947 in Winnipeg. I would like to quote from Henry Brooks in 1947. Here is what he wrote. He said, some brethren met to pray that God would use them to the winning of souls. As brethren prayed, the Lord directed their thinking to the avenue of broadcasting. Never before had they undertaken such a venture, but when the Lord leads into a new area, he so often uses that which seems so impossible. They continued to pray, hoping that God would somehow call this Christian broadcast into being. Again, quote, it was not considered wise that the students should take such a venture. Also, the college should not be affiliated with such a venture. This is the management of the college told them. Venture, cautioning brethren, stepped up and warned against it. Where would the finances come from? Who would underwrite for such a venture? The students said, the students, if the Lord called this work into being, it would have to be on a cash basis week by week. That's what CKRC offered. First aim, may it never be used only to entertain even the religious ear. Each minute must count for eternity. Second aim, the first program were called the Light and Life Hour. It shall be message aired into various homes as light and life to people as yet in darkness. This was 75 years ago. But the same mission continues. What began as one half an hour local radio program is now a global ministry that produces radio, TV, and online Christ Center media in seven languages. Arabic, English, Low German, Persian, Russian, Spanish, and Ukrainian. Our vision statement says, we encourage and equip Christian storytellers. In other words, we tell others the story of Jesus has written in the gospel. The word gospel, we all know that is derived from the Anglo-Saxon term God is spelled, meaning good story. There are a lot of bad stories nowadays. Good story, a rendering of the Latin evangelism, an evangelium, and the Greek evangelion, meaning good news or good telling. Let this light, this gospel shine in our heart. I am an old school, and I love three-point sermons. <laughs> and that's what I'm... I, let's uh, unpack these verses uh, by three points. Number one, the gospel exposed. The gospel exposed. Verse one and two. Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose hearts. We do not lose hearts. Rather... We have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we command ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. We do not sugarcoat the gospel. We tell what the gospel says. How is gospel exposed through its core one? Our Russian children program Ella's Backyard has 4.3 million viewers. Since the war in Ukraine started last February, 
it increases dramatically. Every quarter, a couple hundred thousands are viewing our Christian, Christ-center-based children program. They have more than 14,000 subscribers. More than 300 TV channels broadcast our Spanish TV, 180 grados. More than 1,600 radio stations broadcast our Spanish radio shows in Contro and in Contro Familiar. Yesterday, I got a question from one of our uh, uh, partners in Bolivia. I had a meeting, and he said, do you pay this radio station? We said, no. It is God's grace. We, have, we produce quality program, and they air it for free. Each episode of Ekron, a radio YouTube program in low German, is viewed more than 10,000 times. School of Leadership in Arabic started airing on The Kingdom Sat in October, three times a week on Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday. A Good Life, a low German program uh, that for women that hosted by Gladys Rimple. Most of the videos are more than thousands of uh, viewers. These are the things that how we expose the gospel. We tell the gospel. We heard how gospel exposed by Score One World Media. My question to all of us is how gospel exposed by each one of us. Do we share the gospel as we live and breathe? As we live and breathe. Probably by the end of sermon, you will go back home but more questions than answers, but that's the part. That's, that's for you to answer. That's for all of us to answer how we expose the gospel in the family, even among our uh, enemies. The gospel veiled. Verse 3 and 4 said, Even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. I have a live TV show for Afghanistan and Iran. Uh, sometimes our viewers argue with us, or swear at us, or, or, or tell us that we are infidels. Or sometimes I uh, receive live calls, and they call, and they want to start preaching from Quran. And I said, wait, wait a minute, this is my program, it's not yours. I'm going to preach from the Word of God, I have to stop them. Or sometimes they argue, or one time, one uh, student, uh, one student, uh, Islamic student, he called, and he said, he had some question about Jesus, and I said, okay, I'm um, going to answer you. And he said, by the way, you are on speaker. Here are another 15 students and teachers that are listening to you. That's, in one hand, gospel is veiled, but it's the other hand, gospel is reaching to those who live in darkness. To those who live in darkness. Our programs uh, are, uh, we have on Facebook, and uh, Facebook is one of the top social media sites in Afghanistan and Iran nowadays. And every day I receive when somebody makes a Facebook comment, I receive it by email. Every day around five, six, or seven. Here are a couple of those Facebook comments for the last couple of days. It is new. Well, number one, gospel has changed a thousand times. One comment. Other one, your words from the gospel are nosy and stupid. Muslims should not be fooled by invitation from stupid Christians. I, I, I told you that I'm not sugarcoated. It's whatever it said I translated. Jesus was only a man. 
What are you telling? Uh, telling is a joke. These are the comments. And I, I did not translate those swears that they do on us. I did not do that. But 1 Corinthians 1.23, what it says? It says, but we preached Christ crucified, a stumbling block to the Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. That's what we're going to continue. That's what Score 1 did for the last 75 years. And we're going to do it as long as God enables us. Albina, producer of our Russian children's program, Ella's Backyard, remembers the popular atheist blogger in Russia who made fun of Ella's Backyard and told all his followers not to watch it. Hundreds of them went straight to the Ella's Backyard YouTube channel and watched it. Other Ella's Backyard viewers leave critical or even aggressive comments, but then they keep watching more video. Here is my question to all of us. How we deal with insults, accusations, or criticism? You answer yourself. Number three, the gospel revealed. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servant for Jesus' sake. We are your servants, and also we are servants to the world. For God, who said, let light shine our, out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. How can the gospel change lives? Here are some responses from our audience from around the world. About Russian children's show, Olga says, Shalom from Jerusalem. A big thank you. My kids love your show, and so do adults. Your show is a great help for us. Asked, run comments. I think Lenin would put a dislike to your show. You know, Lenin, the founder of uh, uh, Soviet Union. Here, another one, Alyonka writes, my son likes the Ella's Backyard song, especially the one about the Bible. He started to sing it as soon as he heard and the first time. He was only three then. Now he is four and a half, and is still his favorite. Here is responses from uh, listeners of our Spanish radio. Sandra writes, thank you for the programs and blogs. I'm in a bad situation, and I was full of doubt, but I accepted Jesus, and now trust the Lord will help me in the chaos. I beg you to pray for me, a single mother and my six-year-old daughter, Lourdes. You know, when I came to score one six years ago, I asked our uh, uh, director of Spanish media, Ernesto Pinto, what is the huge challenge in Central and South America? His response was orphans. Orphans. What they do is, like men and women, they get together, then they bring children, and 70% of the time, the man le leaves the house, and even sometimes the woman leaves the house. And uh, in this uh, church I was uh, preaching in uh, San Pedro Sula, uh, Honduras, and it is a small church, around 40, 50 people, and the church was on the side of the street. Other side of the street was different gang team that was in charge. And this side where the church was, was different gang team. And this church had a, a lunch program for the kids. And they 
want, they allow those children from the other gang side to come and eat. That's the reality in those countries. And that's the reality. And there where our gospel go there. It's revealed. The gospel uh, revealed. Zeal writes, the Encontro program was in moments of loneliness, a strength from God for me. My marriage was destroyed and God restored it. My son was dead and God brought him back. I would like to share this testimony with others. These are real uh, uh, stories. It is not fake news. It's a true news. It's a real stories that happens in the life of people. Betty says, I listen to you on Radio Shalom. Throughout the years, your programs have helped me to grow spiritually. Now I found your page on Facebook and follow you. Please, can you pray for my daughters and grandchildren who don't follow Jesus? Yes, let's continue to pray for them. On October 15, we got this update from Natalia uh, Chermore. I would like now you to watch a video from Ukraine. Our partners in Ukraine, they are now in there preaching the word of the gospel. Let's watch that. Dear Canadians, brothers and sisters, we are recording this uh, from Ukraine. It has been nine months since Russia attacked our country. With each day, this war is becoming closer even for those who are far from the front lines. It touched every home, some because of the loss of their loved one. For some, this war destroyed what they have been building their whole lives. Some one family was separated due to feeling the war to other countries or forced deportation to Russia. Internally displayed people were left without work and basic means of living. This is about millions of people, and by millions we mean each of us. Russia is at war not only with the army. This is a terror, human, infrastructural, energetic. The number of missiles used against us is approaching 5,000. Almost 50% of Ukraine energy industry is out of order. This happens when we are approaching winter. Russian's goal is to freeze us with cold and hunger and break our spirit. Yes, now we are often without light and heat, but we continue to stand. Thanks to God. Thanks to your prayer and your support. We have the privilege of serving those in need. And it's happened in a lot of different ways. A few days ago, I was in Bakhmut, Donetsk region. This is the hottest spot on the front line, where the firing does not stop for a minute. One woman from our town 
desperately ask for help in searching her husband uh, who went missing there. Our attempt to find any information about him didn't lead to anything and it seemed we came back with nothing. But we were able to spend eight hours together on the road, give her hope in God in this hopeless time. This is Ina, mother of four sons. They are refugees from Mykolaiv. Their family is one of the 350 families that we took care of through United to Help humanitarian project. She was impressed by the care she received and accept Christ on Sunday at the service. This is Irina. Her husband died fighting four months ago. She asked God to save his life and now after his death it is difficult for her to turn to him in prayer again. Her brother and her father are also in the military. She is afraid to pick up the phone because she is afraid to hear the news of their death. But she listened to a series of our radio programs, Lord's Prayer, and invite us for coffee herself to talk about God. We want to testify that in the midst of incredible pain, death and danger, enormous destruction, God is incredibly close to us and those we are serving to. We are grateful to God for the opportunity to be His hands that care for those who are suffering. He is faithful to us through you. We are preparing to give the joy of Christmas to those from whom the enemy stole it. Please pray that we survive the winter and see victory. And watch our project Truth about the war with English subtitles. And uh, I want to say one more time, thank you very much, each of you, uh, for your support, for your prayer. And God bless you. This was Andrei Chernomor, their son, Natalia and Nikolai. And this morning I talked with him. Uh, I usually talk and I encourage him. And he said, I'm going to Kiev for an interview. And one of the things that they say to us is, during the war, more and more people are coming to God. More and more people are coming to God. They say they don't know if they will have electricity or gas or uh, heat this winter, but they are sharing the gospel. Every week, they are traveling thousands of miles to bring medication, to bring clothes to these people who are affected by war. That's the reality of this world. My question to you is, again, how gospel revealed by us, by each one of us in our life? In conclusion, I would like to quote again from those who founded our ministry to encourage you that their profound vision to share the light of the gospel is still continues. And setting the vision for the program, the two Henry said, we aim to seek as wide a basis of outreach as possible. It must be for everyone. Gospel must be for everyone. We commit to the jealous guardian guarding that all time it be a Christ-centered program, biblical in principle. 
We expect that it will be sacrificial ministry. All who produce it must be able to say, and here I am God, use me at any cost. Here I am God, use me at any cost. At times, those who were producing it did not have enough for their tickets to the studio, but they gladly entered in. Uh, one of our uh, supporters, when uh, I uh, was meeting them, I think it was in BC, a great lady for decades, she was praying for us, and she said, from two Henrys to Shoaibe body is a long way. That's exactly how God works. That's exactly how God works. That's no matter who, but God's plans will be in place. And God has done far more than we ever asked for. This two Henrys wrote 15 years later. Praise be unto God who used this broadcast to save souls. Praise be, un praise be unto God with healthy birth there is also growth. Today this broadcast is circulating the globe. I see the last line. With healthy birth there is also growth. Today this broadcast is circulating the globe. The prophecy made by our founders in the early years has come true. Today the program produced by Square One World Media are heard by millions of people around the world. And thousands, thousands are believing in Jesus. The light of the gospel is like a laser light. We all saw that when we were young playing with the laser light. It is gives light to all but focuses in one person at the time to change the heart, to change the heart. The light of the gospel exposes the truth about us and guides us to Jesus. The light of the gospel is veiled for those who are perishing because they do not want to see the glory of Jesus. It can be Muslims or it can be Canadian born here. doesn't matter. The light of the gospel reveals Jesus and his work on the cross in our hearts. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit changes our hearts and our lives. Praise the Lord. Thank you.